room. Yeah. Welcome to the Homer and the Hater podcast. We're already off and going. Uh, it's football season. We're back, baby. I am your host, the Hater. Joining me as always, the Homer, Woody. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Real trigger happy on the uh, record button. Today. <laughs> we got it. We got it going. We jumped right in. Um, that's what we're gonna do, I think, for the pod. I don't think we're gonna waste our time with a lot of uh, podpourri. Um, we haven't done a good podpourri. Yeah, that, I mean, we could talk about Le'Veon Bell. I'm kind of over that whole situation right now. Yeah, over contracts and holdouts for give me four more weeks, and then I might be back at it. Kind of sick of hearing about the Rodgers game. Don't really want to talk about that. I'll get too worked up. He annoys me so much. I mean, uh, <laughs> the only thing I will say is it just came out, what, two, three hours ago that it was a knee sprain? And he made it sound like like knee was holding on by a thread. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> we always do this where we're, we're not going to talk yeah. about it. But um, <laughs> he comes out of that game, does the whole cart thing. Did you watch the Lions Monday night game? Yeah, yeah I caught the second half. Stafford essentially had his knee kicked back by a lineman and managed to stay in the game. That looked like one of the worst knee injuries I've ever seen, and he was just like a little stiff. I, I wonder, like, because Stafford will play through some, like his rookie year, you go back to when like he like dislocated his throwing shoulder, but yeah. like wanted to stay in for the two-point conversion because he's like, I'm not letting Dante Culpepper. He's got, a little, uh, he's got a little Tyrod Taylor in him. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know what, Aaron used to have that. Maybe now he's just like, I I want to enjoy my $137 million. I don't want to, like, be Jim McMahon. You know those uh, rollers they have for, like, uh, when you only have, like, one leg injured? So you like, Oh, yeah, like the knee things? Yeah. I thought about buying one. They look kind of cool. Imagine how much uh, cooler it would be if you bought one that was, like, $1,000, $2,000. Maybe that's what they do cost. I don't know. Do you but think like, that there are, like, different tiers of them? I bet. I bet you, I bet, like... The the wealthy among us can afford a pretty sick roller. At some, but they have to like max out, right? At some point, I don't like, know. You what can't think. Like, there's no way there's one that's out there that's like, unless there's a motor. Like, we're we're talking purely motorless. Motorless, yeah. There's no way there's one that's more than. I'll cap it at four grand. I see your four grand, and add the notion that if rich people have taught me anything, you can put gold on just about. You can put gold on food. I you can put gold on a roller. There's yeah. got to be a gold roller out there somewhere. I'm going to look into this. Imagine some, like, 98-year-old heiress is now having a hard time getting around. I'm going to argue at 98 that they shouldn't be using a knee roller. Did I go too high? Okay. I'll, uh, I'll give you a 65. 65? Yeah. She's an heiress. She's got, like, you know, some some health issues, but she still wants to look fancy. There's a okay. there's a gold roller I give there. you. Uh, yeah. My over... I bet... I'd say 50... I bet we could go online and find one for $50,000. And look, it's not, not marked up... Because like so and so celebrity used it like purely just a it's fifty k yeah this isn't okay. like Jonah Hill broke his leg and used this for Jonah Hill <laughs> there's a big secondary oh signed Jonah. by Jonah Hill uh, I didn't sign it he just no, used yeah, it. yeah yeah but okay. he, but we do have photos and a, a certificate of authentication ooh that's big yeah that that's goes big. a long way um, but yeah let's uh, let's jump into some football let's start with we're gonna start with college college um, we've missed a few college weeks um, we're gonna talk through the Five biggest games of the week. Took us a while to decide on what the fifth uh, biggest game of the week is. But uh, why don't we start there? And we decided on Bama Ole Miss. That was number five. Yes. What do we got for a line on that game? Bama Ole Miss. I have 21 and a half uh, Alabama favored by. Um, At Ole Miss. At Ole Miss, though. Bama has been cruising. They demolished Louisville. Louisville scored seven points. Yes. Um, they walked through Arky State, uh, which would, should have been like a sandwich game for them, a game they don't really care about. Saban typically doesn't run up the spread or the the, the points on yep. bad teams, especially at home. Um, and they just wiped them out. They're, yeah, they, they're really good this year, but they're really good every year. I don't know. I don't see them as a... They should. They shouldn't be as good as they are. This isn't peak Alabama, peak Saban team. This is it. It might be the most interesting because of the two quarterback thing, and we don't really know. But I don't. It's one of those years that I don't know if we can name a guy in their defense right now. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think the the quarterbacks is is huge because there's next to no drop off. Like when you get to the late third and you're saying okay to a good game, and then Jalen comes in and. 
you know, throws two touchdowns. And I think they're still going to play him. There's some talks that they might now, like, reserve his eligibility. They're still considering... Redshirting one of them? Allowing him to, like, sit the rest of the year so we can transfer next year. Because you get four games now. Yeah. Yeah. I th- uh, yeah, I, I thought it was five, but maybe if you play five. So they're still, like, toying with that, um, which I, is part of the reason I think he's been playing so much is because I think Saban wants to just keep them both. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Ole Miss has a lot of good players. A lot of and like again, Hugh Freeze. They do. They do this every year, but they have recruits. Like they, Grant. If you talk to any SEC coach, they bought them all. But you know, whatever. Like dropping bags, got bags full of cash, and now you have a team of legit NFL players. I would say the most talented team Bama's faced so far. Yes, I think they're more talented than Louisville. Um, they played them pretty tight last year. At least through the first quarter. No, nope, you're thinking like two years ago. Am I? They, I, when I was looking at this, I think they got blown out like 66 Okay, last, last year, year was bad? Yeah. Yeah, they they played them tight in the past. I don't know. But last year is tough to call because like that's right. Because you, you fire the head coach, you replace them, and then they impose the uh, bowl ban on themselves. So I think all the players are just like, I don't know if I care. And then once you're down by 30, no one's no one's out here trying to get hurt. I've heard the argument that with the bowl ban, this game is essentially their bowl game. Do they have a bowl ban again this year? I think so, yeah. Oof. Um, yeah, but it, I don't know. I'm, I'm hesitant because last week I loved Arkansas State getting 37, so it's like, I don't know. Did, this they, team did, can, did Alabama cover? Yeah, they blew them out. It was like, it was like right. a 60-point win. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Yeah, I think I had Arkansas State as well. Hey. <laughs> Julie's back. Wife Ep- making an appearance again. Fourth one. At some point, might just be credited in full time co host. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I this game is. I think if I had to lean one way, I'd probably take the points. I don't know. I yeah. I I think I'd have to. I. I don't know. I don't like this line. <laughs> Twenty one and a half. If it was like closer to thirty, I'd definitely be on Ole Miss. And if it was, t- even like. 20 and a half. I think I'd like Bama more. Oh but my it's God. just that literally the one point. I'm kind of like they have it right there for me. I'm I'm super uneasy either way. So I'm I'll I'll lean Ole Miss. What do what do you think? I'm all over Ole Miss. This okay. is like one of my favorite. I uh, this is one of those like nice who's, like who's the receiver? Sorry, AJ Brown. Yeah, legit first round prospect. I mean it's early. You never know what happens once you get to the combine and stuff. But legit guy. Uh, the quarterback is, from what I can tell, athletic enough. But I don't think he's a mobile quarterback. It's it was tough to say. Uh, he doesn't have a ton of rushing yards, but senior from Hawaii. So you got maybe the better of the Hawaii quarterbacks that people aren't talking about right now. With Tua, how do we pronounce the last name? Tagovailoa. I feel like we should know this by now, and we just don't. Tua is such an easy thing to say. It's just Tua. Heisman front runner, I would say at this point. Yeah, by default. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, te- yeah, technically yes, but Taylor from Wisconsin, hanging in there. He's, you know, he's at four hundred yards already. But uh, I think this is where the when you don't pick a quarterback, when you don't whatever, comes back and bites you. I I think Ole Miss, like you said, is amped for this game. They got blown out last year. They didn't care. All off season, they're they're circling this game, saying if we can beat Bama, it justifies everything we did for the last four or five years. Um, I want to say they beat them two times in a row, like before last year, uh, back when they had Kelly's nephew as a quarterback one time. I love that guy. I want to say he beat them both times. Like in, in super weird games. This one's in Oxford, Mississippi. Is that what it is? I don't, I don't know. That it's in Mississippi. Right. That sounds right. Um, I think this is a huge game. I Do I think Archie Manning will be on the sideline at some point or, or on TV at some point in a booth? Yes. That guy loves getting his uh, yeah. getting his face on. Oh TV. yeah, he loves it. But you know, they'll find him with like weird headphones on, like listening to the game. But somehow, like they sell popcorn in like huge tubs. But he has like that like little like bag thing, just picking out of that. It's like, oh, Archie has his own popcorn thing going on. Um, Sir, we told you you can't bring this in anymore. And he's like, do you know who I am? And like, all right, whatever. Ah oh, man, Fine. this last time, Archie. <laughs> we'll uh, give you free popcorn. It's just, yeah, when just people see it in the bag, they freak out because yeah. then they want it and. You know, it's like, oh, he used to do it. Why don't I get it? And we have to explain to him, like, well, he played quarterback here. Um, I, 
I'm tempted to go money line on this as a kind of like a long shot bet. Um, yeah. I think this is a de- like not only do they think they keep it within a touchdown or two, I think that there's a legitimate upset chance of the Ole Miss winning. It's interesting to look for those games because both Clemson and Bama, I think their their over under was like 11. So, this is one of them. Basically what they say is there's a 50-50 shot each of those teams loses a game apiece. Yeah. So, there's a 50-50 shot Bama's going to lose one game this season and there's a chance that it's when they're not amped up to play Auburn. You know, it's not Georgia where they're like, you know, antennas are fully up. It's a, like a sneaky game like this. I don't hate it. I Yeah, I'm not banking on Moneyline Ole Miss, but I didn't look that one up, but I'm assuming you're getting like plus 400. I'd say more. Yeah, I, yeah, that'd be pretty. pretty. I think it's a sneaky like little throw that in with like a nice like cheap like five dollar parlay with a couple other like maybe safer, closer like maybe like plus one hundred five bets and oh man, call it a day. Saban would be throwing that Coca Cola down at the presser the the next day. What what do you think would be a more unfavorable response to a question? Him and Maria Taylor after Louisville game, or uh, if they brutal. lose to Ole Miss, but Jalen Hurts plays significantly better than Tua. That could it could get worse. I, th- I thought it was is he uh, he mu- he must have got so chastised for that. He, I, I think he knew the apology was so immediate. Oh yeah, like it was one of those things. Like I was watching that night, I was like, oh, I don't know if there's gonna be like a PR like thing come out. I get or, where he was coming from, but at the same like, time, it's like yeah, because anytime Alabama's not in the title game, Saban works for ESPN and like does the TV stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, like you work with her. Like oh man, that's that's rough. It's just mean. She's just doing her job. Yeah. Like, it, the question wasn't even that bad. Yeah, you could have easily, like, really easily got out of that question, too. And he's just like, no, I'm, just in, I'm taking, I'm, I'm picking, I'm calling my shot right here. Here yeah, it is. he made it, like, weird, oddly personal. It's like, yeah. you want me to say, like, I like one of these guys? It's like, well, no, no, that's how it works. I was just, I was just saying what you, yeah. all right, we'll move on. All, all right, right. both on Ole Miss here. Let's move on. What's our uh, game? Let's go uh, Texas USC. Which, realistically, I would admit, should not be on this list in terms of, like, a top, but... For historical prestige, all the like, we have one ranked team still. USC, are they ranked still? I'm pretty sure, like 23. Yeah, low. They shouldn't be. There's only two games this week with, or three games with uh, two ranked teams. Really? That's it? Yeah. Because they, oh, all right. Because we're not in conference yet. For them, or we're half in, half out of conference. Because Ole Miss isn't ranked. Nope. Huh. Okay. Yeah, and we we are not going to cover one of the uh, ranked on ranked matchups. Um, Texas USC. What do you got for a line here, buddy? I got from what I saw about four hours ago. Texas uh, needs to cover three, so they're three point favorites at home. They took it to double overtime in a field goal loss at USC last year. Uh, I got I got Texas. I'm leaning that way. USC's defense is bad. I, yeah. Texas's defense is bad. Yes. Um. I but so my thing is I don't trust that Ellinger. Is it Ellinger? Ellinger. Ellinger. I, I, I don't know. E H or something. Like I that. Ha- I hate that guy. Who's yeah? It, the other guy should be starting from from what I remember. I don't I, know his name off the top of my head. But. I won't be. There are not gonna be too many games the entire year that I'm picking Texas just because it's like I I don't trust that I would I don't I couldn't tell you the name of of USC's new quarterback <laughs> I trust that guy more than Ellinger I don't know did you watch that a Sexton JP during that Stanford game and I was I was pretty mad I was calm JP thinks I wasn't calm over <laughs> as he sent the calm down text it's like I was, I was calm I'm just saying I'm calm I'm not just saying not pleased but I'm yeah, I'm we calm got, we gotta throw a football here JT like come on man but. I don't know. I okay. So what are your, what's your, what's your rationale for Texas? Um, home. Yep. USC down year. Yep. I believe this is revenge game. Yeet. USC won last year. Yep. Um, all of those factors, I'm seeding to Texas. Uh, and then, so that's really like, if I'm if I'm tallying things in both categories, those are my tallies. Hey, both teams' defense, not super thrilled by either team's offense. I think the coaches are a wash. So, that being said, I get three points. Uh, give three points. Oh, I have to give three points at Texas. 
Sorry. Yeah. Oh man. Oh gosh. I I it's it's a lean. It's like the slightest of leans on Texas. This would be a fun game to watch, I think, just because. I I kind of go the other way on. I think it's a fun game to watch because you, you'll remember Vince Young versus Reggie Bush, 06. I would call it Vince Young versus Matt, versus Matt Leinert, But Second greatest game in our lifetimes, college football? They call it the greatest of all time. That's pretty good. I don't uh, know. For, for, what, for, what do you say? Uh, Miami, Florida, OSU. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, Ken the, Dorsey, Willis McGahee. That game Chris was pretty, Campbell, yeah. It was like a uh, quadruple, no, triple overtime game for the title. Was it overtime? Yeah. Yeah. I. That, that for my money, I've, I've, I've seen that game a lot more. <laughs> I've probably seen that game. That game was times. good. I, uh, you look at those rosters are loaded. Although the Texas USC game is loaded too. I think they call the Texas USC game. Because USC hadn't lost in like what thirty-seven games or something stupid. Yeah. At the point, and then yeah, the great going for a three-peat. Basically, like the three Heisman finalists from like the past two years. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's one A one B to me. Yeah, I lean towards USC Texas, but that's just bias. Three, Boise State Oklahoma, probably the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, that I was mean, pretty sick. Uh, that was that game was awesome. Um, Big game, Bob. <laughs> Um, okay. Oh gosh, I had to give three. No, no way I'm touching this game, but I, I'd say lean Texas. I, it's not. It's, yeah, I, I think this is super imposing place to play, but it's not a fun place to play. Here's my, here's my how I see it is. I think Texas wins this game, and I'm actually pretty confident they win this game. So the odds that they win by one or two is pretty slim to me. This so, isn't like self hating USC fan. <sighs> I mean, is is the am I am I emotionally right now kind of still uh, riding that Stanford three point showing? Yeah, yeah, I am. But no, I, I this just feels like that classic like USC letdown year of somehow they eke out like a like a weird like nine and five record where like wait they played fourteen games like oh yeah they somehow made it to the Pac twelve title game when they shouldn't have, um, but they also lost like all games they should have lost, and they only won the games they should have won. And when they won them, it wasn't impressive. Uh, look at UNLV game. Yes, they won by twenty or twenty-one, but I don't think they covered. The UNLV, UNLV ended up uh, with the points, and then they needed like five touchdowns in the fourth quarter against UNLV, who historically has been awful. Uh, and then you go to Stanford, where getting better. Yeah, their their trend line is like in a positive direction. Oh yeah, there's only, there's only one place to go when you're at rock bottom. But um, I, should that be the tagline <laughs> for this podcast? <laughs> Could be. Wow. The Stanford game was bad. I think there's a. I think I I, I do I think Stanford's know. good. I think I Stanford too. is as balanced as they've ever been. To kind of side note it from it from, because Bryce Love has been declared out for Saturday. But I think KJ Costello, here's a name for like draft purposes. Not bad, right? I think he sneaks in. I don't remember if he's a junior or a senior this year. If he's only a junior, he's coming back. But uh, he's a guy that I think has a prototypical size, arm strength's there, but they just always have had running backs where it's like, we're just going to run Christian McCaffrey and, and uh, Bryce Love. Like You don't need to do anything. But I think like he's a pretty good quarterback prospect. Pretty uh pretty tough if you have a uh, uh, Bryce Love Heisman ticket in your pocket that week one like 36 yards showing that's that's like oh, that's an instant rip up that's brutal you're looking at less than 200 yards in the first three games from Bryce Love and, and now he's sitting in the third game yeah that's what I mean it's yeah, like jeez alright yeah. so we're both on Texas you, yes. uh, you're you pretty passionate about these first fun. two yeah I'm pretty fine on the Texas one I'm pretty wishy-washy on these first two let's go to uh, uh, Washington at Utah what do you got as a line for this I one? I got this at Washington giving seven. Okay. At Utah, though. This game I love. Really? Love this game. I feel like you love the team I don't love. Probably. God damn it. Because <laughs> I, I would prefer taking points, and I'm all over Utah here. Really? Tough place to play. Oh, man. At night. Oh, man. This is a, Utah's a team that does every little thing right. Browning has not been great this year. For Washington, um, I think they're walking into a buzzsaw here. You've mentioned money line on the Ole Miss game. You're not going to get as much of a kickback here, but I'm I'm loving money line in this Utah game. I think Utah is the second best team in the conference. Wow, 
Pac-12 in t- general or the South? Pac-12. Behind Stanford? I think it's I think it's Washington, and then it's like Utah Stanford. Ooh. It's, okay. You're you're upsetting the echo over here. <laughs> you're getting riled up. <sighs> um, yeah, I think I think Utah is very solid. I actually do like their coach. Um, and he, man, he can coach Whittingham. A, Whittingham, Whittingham he, is deserving of like. Hey, the Oklahoma job opened up for some reason. We should hire this Utah coach who's been there forever. Yeah. I don't... Obviously, if this line were zero, I'd be back and forth. Pick them? If it were pick them. But I think this game's going to kick off and the Utes are going to be all over Washington. Washington's already had to empty the bag. They gave Auburn their best shot. Utah's been sitting back, picking up wins. That they should win, and they're just they're just sitting ready for Washington. I I love this game. This is this has so much meat on the bone. You like Washington? Yeah, I mean seven. Oof. I know, I know, I know. It's I just I wish this was six. So do you think Washington runs to the table then? I mean, they get tripped up against. Or, so you you must have. I don't know. Do you have a Pac-12 team in your like Final Four? If you have, I think I threw Stanford in. Okay, so you, I think so, right? I you think, think you think Washington think hits. Uh, right okay. Um, although I like Washington because I thought the schedule was not tough, and I think being at twelve and zero and then maybe thirteen and zero would do justice for it. But okay, I don't like you. This isn't the same Utah team. It just isn't. They don't. Well, let's look into it. It's like they just aren't. Yes, tough place to play. I give you that. Um, top, top. I think here's the thing though. I think at, neutral at site, night, top ten, toughest place to play. It's tricky. It's tough, man. No one's drunk either. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I neutral site. These two teams. I think Washington wins by twenty. Yeah, but I think. But here's here's what I struggle with is I think it's two touchdown worth advantage to play at Utah, which puts me at six, and that's where my I. I think if you wait around, you could watch this thing get down to six and a half, and then you can buy that half point. Off of certain websites, and then I'll say okay. I'll say neutral, fourteen. I'll say, I'll, no. I'll say neutral like fourteen and a half, and I'll say go to Washington like twenty. I I think this Washington team returns like seventeen starters from last year, a team that still went to the Fiesta Bowl, and then the year before that went to the playoff. So this team still has weirdly like their best, two of their best three players from that playoff team, of uh, in Gaskin who's still there for some reason has not started out hot. And I think if you use the Bryce Love comparison, it's like you can't really say, oh, but Gaston's in a bust one here against Utah. Like, that seems really unreasonable, too. But they return a decent amount of receivers. Their defense returns a lot of players. There's unknown name guys. Um, I I think this is a – I don't want to call it a trap game. I just don't know if I have a better term for it. I think this is a very easy one. You can fall in love with Utah and think Utah is Utah of the last five years. And then you look at this team, and for whatever reason, it's just like, hey, maybe we're starting to get a little old and we need to, like, re – uh, like re-kick or restart the program of like what like who we are as a Utah football team in terms of scheme, in terms of like what we're gonna do offensively, defensively. I just don't think it's. I I I don't love seven. I love seven. I I, I think but I'm, I think I think, I think this could be point here. this could be a Washington thirty-one Utah seventeen game. The problem I, is here's I, my here's my issue. Though. I don't the think problem is if it's th- not a two touchdown or two score game, I think Utah wins. I don't think you're far off, but I feel like you're not factoring in like a Utah punt return. Sure, that wouldn't that probably wouldn't happen in in Washington. What I'm what I am worried about too is how many times I've watched USC over the last five six years go to Utah, and I'm like, oh fuck, they're gonna have, they're gonna roll them, and then like Sam Darnold can't fucking throw a football or. Good Whatever. Stuff. It's like playing Cody, Cody Kessler is like, oh, there's a guy in a jersey that's kind of not like ours at all. And just um, right to him. After two weeks, where do you have Browning in your uh, QBs coming out next year? Uh, he is a senior. Se- seven? In terms of, oh, like in terms of like overall like position rankings? Yeah, yeah. I would just give him a round grade because you get guys that are like a six round projected and then like gets drafted in the third and that's tough to deal with. Uh, I don't think he's a top 10 yet. Okay. I think he needs to do a lot still. Um, if he were to have repeated what he did as a sophomore, I think he would have been a lot higher and probably would have came out last year. But He's kind of playing a lot off reputation right now. Reputation, the system, you worry that – I don't think he has great arm strength. He's athletic enough, but then you also look at like a Jake Locker who probably 
in terms of all NFL like cares about was better physically and a better makeup of a quarterback, um, and he didn't do great. I I'd probably put him at like a right now high upside like mid fourth round, but realistically probably like sixth seventh round guy, which sucks because I think he could be really good, but he needs to show that he can go to Utah and throw for four touchdowns, no picks, and like. 275 yards and dominate time of possession. I don't know if he can. Two TDs, two picks. He's not a big pick guy. I think he has like 11 career interceptions. I think he will be this uh, this at. Over, so, over, okay. okay, let's do this. Over, under, two. So you can get a push. No, I wouldn't take over two. But okay. I'd, I'd you take over I'd one and a half? I'd take one and a half, and I'd definitely take over one. Oh, man. Over one seems easy. You just need a pick, and then who cares what goes after that. But um, Okay, so I'm, I'm on... The Utes here. Who, Utes. Who, what's your official? Taking Washington. Okay. Don't feel strongly about it. Do not. This is okay. probably if we're ranking them one to five. Compton's five being the lowest. This is my five. You wanted to. You wanted to kick this game out of our top five. Uh, I did. I did. I think it's going to be an awesome game to watch. No matter what, regardless of like the uh, cover. I think this. It, I think it's going to be an entertaining. There game. could be a decent amount of. Uh, parlays that end with this game for me, in which case all of a sudden this game would be the greatest game of the weekend for me. So, all right, let's that. let's move on to I think the second best game of the week. Let's go Auburn Ooh. at no LSU at Auburn. Yes. So you're saying Washington Utah is the best game of the week? No, we have one more game left. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, all right. Just no, make sure. Just make sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. We'll see how they finish out. Yeah, that might be the best. Oh, game of the yes. Week. Obviously, when you write games of the week. Um. Yeah. Let's talk uh, LSU at Auburn. You have Auburn minus nine and a half. Okay. Was at ten. That's going down. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you kick this one off. Okay. Uh, I was, we'll research. <clears throat> uh, quarterback from LSU, routed from Ohio State. I'm trying to think of his name, blanking on it. Um. Uh, his completion. Someone with a B? Yes. Yeah, Burroughs? Burroughs. Yeah. I was going to say Boone, but I'm like, nope, that's the second baseman for the Mariners. Uh, the Burroughs, or Burrow, completion rate, percentage, this year, who LSU has played Miami, decent, understandable, and then kind of like a, a wash game last week, he's throwing less than 50%. Like, it's, it, I guarantee he's throwing at nobody's, which doesn't then continually help it. Um, Bro, set the running back, actually, I like a lot. Um, they have some guy named Leonard Fournette. I was like, are we just <laughs> just it's like we just hiding Leonard again here, or what are we doing? Um, which I thought was kind of funny. Come on, that's clearly Leonard Fournette. <laughs> no, it's Leonard Fournette. <laughs> uh, defensively, they lost a lot of guys to the draft last year. I think they lost like five or six guys that are on rosters. Um, but no, like super elite talent. I think people thought Arden Key and Dante Jackson were gonna be decent. I thought Tolliver, their corner, who went undrafted was like worth a top three round pick, but um I don't think LSU's ever gonna be short on talent. I would say they're not gonna be short on athletes. Whether or not they're talented and can like put it together on a football field, that's a little bit different of a question. I think the knock year to year on LSU is no solid play from the quarterback position. This is true. And when they had a decent one in uh, Matt Flynn, they decided to put that Jefferson kid in who had like been out for seven weeks before the national title game. thought that was really smart. Uh, the, I, they're, they're going to they're gonna win this game because they run the football, and they're getting nine and a half. The problem is Auburn's defense and stopping the run, the run, I think they've given up less than 200 yards this season. I, I think you just challenged Joe Burrow to say, throw the football. I don't think you can. And your receivers are garbage. Um, we trust our defense. I got Auburn. He's uh he's not a great thrower of the football. He did um, check into a run play against Miami that went for a touchdown. I think he I think he understands the game well. I don't think he has the arm to really play super well at this level. And I actually like them in the uh, game against Miami. That was a neutral site game. My my general rule of thumb for LSU and pretty much for Auburn is if you're at home, play them. If you're on the road, play against and. This game's in in Auburn, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I I love that. I I think they roll LSU. I think so too. Because I also don't think I do not think Miami is that good. No, I don't either. And LSU I think, made them look bad. Yes, which it was neutral by technicality. They played it in Dallas, which is significantly closer to Baton Rouge than it is to Miami. So right. 
I think I think LSU travels decent. I think that was more of a home game. But LSU's played there before too. But like Jerry World doesn't really compare to Death Valley. Correct. Um. Yeah, I, I know. So you're taking Auburn here too. Yeah, yeah we're both on Auburn. Let's yeah. uh let's let's move on to. I'd say the second most interesting game of the week, and and the best game of the week is uh, where is this game at? The last one. Yeah. TCU is getting fourteen. And Might be getting thirteen and a half. It's been kind of going back and, and forth. And it's at OSU. No, it is at TCU. Okay, okay. Well, Ohio State is basically giving two touchdowns. Um, I think I know which way I'm leaning. Uh, Ohio State's been very good through the first two weeks without Urban Meyer. This is true. Uh, their quarterbacks looked very good. I'd take that. But he is the front runner, Heisman, Heisman front runner. You think so? Yeah. Essence, yeah. Okay, I, yeah. Can, I can see that. Um, the competition hasn't been very high. Week one, they played Oregon State. Week two, they played Rutgers. Rutgers? Um, two teams that will not go to bowls. Two teams that will have a combined four. No, that probably combined probably six. You think, well, how many games do you think Rutgers is going to win? Two or three. <laughs> Oregon State wins like a game a year. I got them at like one win. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought Oregon State could pull out three or four this year. They put the, up like 31 points on Ohio State. They couldn't keep it within fucking 41, though, if like I needed them to. But That's that's partly why, why I'm leaning towards the Horned Frogs. Um, I think Ohio State's defense is more um, more bark than bite this year. Um, love Haskins. Mm-hmm. Um, but TCU is so well coached. You get a home game. So I, I have the, the home edge. I have a, a huge coaching edge, mm-hmm. um, and I have a team that like routinely gets there. Like whether they recruit or coach, they eventually get their guys to where they need to be. I watched that game against the second half against SMU where they just like walked away from them. Um, their quarterback, I think, can be good. He's not. I don't think he's like a great passer. No, they but brought they brought him in as like a just a highly touted like dual threat guy. Yeah. But if if I'm if I'm giving like 14, 14 and a half points, the one thing I don't want is like a guy who on third and fourteen is like breaking the pocket and you know you you only need to score so many points to cover fourteen and a half points. Yeah. So I'm kind of leaning TCU on this one. I'm leaning TCU as well. I do worry that this is a fuck you game from Ohio State and they go and roll them like forty nine to seven, and they're just like, no, we clearly are the best team in the country. You guys have a ton of SEC bias. Urban Meyer is not the reason we're good. We're good because we recruit well and our system is really good. Um, I worry the TCU game, SMU game worries me for a couple reasons. One, they did not look in the first half, and two, it felt like they kind of were like looking to- forward to like towards Ohio State. Um, but it also got like crazy weather delays, so you couldn't like that's a tough read. I don't know like you can really like look into that much. Of um, here's an SMU team that's rivalry game for them was both the teams and like SMU clearly cared about that and TCU is like I think we're going to win by at least three and then we go play Ohio State and then if we beat Ohio State nobody cares about SMU uh, that T- being said TCU's been super solid in the first two games for like six quarters though like the, the first half of the SMU game was it was, it was a weird rain what delay. are we doing as, as soon as they came out from like a normal half it, it was it was I think that second half was Twenty-eight. But I think they needed like two or three like defensive touchdowns. The, the I don't know if SMU in that second half had over forty yards of offense. This is true. Their defense did all of a sudden show up, which is and Gary Patterson is calling defensive plays. I don't know if he has been this whole time, but like he's really honed in on this defense, and I know they're they're really high on him. Oh, man, I it's at TCU. I think they're going to be just super hyped about. I don't. This might be an interesting. I'm going to take ten dollars and throw it on a Ole Miss TCU money line. Ooh, I like that. Let's let's both do that. I like that. <laughs> I, I it's it, tough to, it, that's. I don't even. I just, honestly don't know if the Ole Miss game is money lined. It, I think it might be too high. Just like plus nine hundred. It's <laughs> um, like ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I want to say how I, I agree with the defense being more bark than bite. Um, Thank you. I, did, I just came up with that off the top of my head. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, was kinda I, in the when I was looking at it, I was like, you know what? Bosa has not... They've played really bad teams. It's easy to be good against bad teams, especially when you're a pass rusher and that's really all you do. 
Uh, yeah, give me TCU. Um, All right. Run, like, yeah. Let's run down the summary of the the games here. So we okay. uh, we're both on TCU. We're yep. both on Auburn. Yep. We're both on Texas. Yep. Uh, both we, on Ole Miss. Both on Ole Miss, and we disagree on the Washington, uh, Washington Utah game. All right. Well, so we'll see how I got. End. I got a nice little like five team teaser. Give me six points in every one of these games. Yeah, you can't even get Mississippi money line. It's, it's got to be high. God, maybe maybe closer bad. to day of. Oh, um, let's uh, let's transition to the NFL, and I'm going to transition yeah. with a question. I'm going to say uh, we just talked about Ohio State. Uh, we're going to get in the NFL right here. Um, next four years, so you're starting a team, mm-hmm. and you, you're running the team for four years. After that, you're gone. Contract expires. Moving you've, on. You've both mutually agreed that you're moving on at that point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who do you want? Do you want to start your team, the Watts or the Bosas? Oh, the Bosas. I'm I'm kind of you're taking the Watt. I'm talking about Derek Watt and J- J- TJ. Or TJ. Yeah. The the. But then you also have to deal with freaking uh, my bike on JJ. Like being just super injury prone now. And yeah. He's 29. So if you're so gonna if, have him at ages 29, 30, 31, 32. You get the uh, uh, three-time defensive MVP and the current NFL sack leader. TJ Watt? Uh, no. Oh, JJ Watt? Oh, he's, again? No, is no, this it, a- his, uh, yeah, little brother is, uh, had TJ. four. TJ. Yeah. So it's TJ and JJ? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then four, Derek. Four, four sacks, game one. Oh, yeah. Jesus. That's, he is one of those guys that it's like... Against Cleveland, though? That's four, I mean... Four, Okay, so maybe take off one of the sacks because it's either the way, either way, four, four sacks, four, four is four, four yeah. is four, and I, he yeah. and he was on his way to a great season last year too, injury, uh, Bosa, some injury concerns, true, uh, but you're you're squarely on the Bosas. I don't think age factors into it yeah. with four years because you, like four years from now, JJ Watt is still gonna be like, well, he might retire. I ain't never. I, he's he's agreed okay, to play for the four years. I can't. I can't. I can't say anything about injuries. He might get hurt, but he he is under contract. Give for, me the six five two seventy five D end, and give me his brother who's six four two seventy, who. I I just like that way more. I I, I mean I would have granted you have more position flexibility if you go with the Watts, but I would have preferred if you pulled the uh, social network quote for that one. The I'm I'm six four. Oh, 250 yeah. and there's, there's two, two of, of us. Me. Damn it, damn it. Yeah, I should have. Damn it. Um, yeah, give, give, me, give me the Boses. I think that they're... Here's the thing. It's got to be close, though. It's definitely close. It's tough because you figure out TJ and position flexibility and a couple things. Yeah, throw out Derek. I, I was, I'll give I was, you Derek. I'll, you, you get Derek. I was, I was forgetting it. about... He's a fullback, so I mean, you know, honestly, take the fullback. But I think if you look at Boses and say, I get Nick Bosa, rookie year... Through first four years, you're projecting more for Nick, yes. Than you have to with both. Lots. And and to be fair, Nick is not the same prospect as Joey. He's slightly lesser. Um, Joey Bosa. That's was what a, his parents say too, and it's really cruel. And that, it's just, I bet they do that weird thing where they actually tell uh, Joey Bosa that he's lesser than Nick, mm. but like it's one of those like I don't know like parenting psychology things when it's just not true. Um, but you get Joey Bosa at age 23, 24, 25, 26. So pure, like, think of J.J. Watt at that age group. And then you get Nick Bosa who gets to come in. Pressure's not on him. Pressure's on Joey. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll check back in on that one. Yeah. We're going to move over to NFL. And uh, we're going to switch up the format a little bit. We're not going to talk uh, five top games. We're each going to give three games against the spread. We're doing teams, not uh, not totals. Um, and uh, let's get. I'll uh, I'll defer to you for your first, first one. Yeah. First one. We might we might be you know in agreement. We there might not be six games we need to talk about. That's fair. We'll see. First one. Uh, right away tomorrow night. Give me give me. We're, we're, give me, we're give recording me, on a Wednesday. Yeah, by give the way. me your game and I'll I'll try to guess what side you're on. Uh, Thursday night football. Um, I would say Bengals. Oh. Okay, I, I actually like the Bengals quite a bit. So you're, you're, oh on, my, oh. you're on the Ravens here. What yeah. do you Ravens just need to win, and it's a push. I mean, so Ravens giving one, which is really stupid. I'm not, uh, Baltimore 
got to like rest their team for half a game. Cincinnati had to play their team through the whole thing. Um, I don't like that their linebacker, who's a captain, had to pick six it to like seal it against a really bad Colts team. I don't. I'm not. I, we we talked about this in our season preview. I'm not convinced the Colts are that bad. Uh, I yeah. It, it okay. They look. I mean, they. I don't know. Baltimore Anyways. walked. I I, yeah. I, I, Bal- had, I mean, Grant. Yes, they're playing like maybe the worst quarterback situation in the last decade. Yeah, I don't. The Buffalo I, Bills. I just don't know how much you can glean from that game. I think what you can get is this is a team that, if 100% healthy last year, was in the playoffs. But they weren't, and so then they blow that game against Cincinnati. And I think they also have that in the back of their minds of, hey, Andy Dalton, I heard Buffalo already likes you. Well, fuck you, man. Like, I think this is the game they just come out and they just say, you know what? We're, we're still the best team in this division. Cleveland and Pittsburgh fucking tied last week. So let's go out and show them that, hey, we're a 12-4 and team. I kind of like points in this game. You get one. So you like the no the no point? no uh, over. Oh okay. Um, I think both these teams for the first time in a long time have like pretty decent offenses. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati is completely healthy. They have Eifert. They have Mixon look good. Two two decent you know two good to decent running backs. They have some like solid receivers now. Mm-hmm. I like I like both Ross and Boyd. I think um, and I, I think on the the other side of the ball, it's like I think the Ravens have. Quite a bit of offensive talent, and I'm Crab- motivated. Crab- Crab- Do you see that toe tap by Crabtree? That's pretty nice. Yeah, that's, that's maybe one of the better ones I've ever seen. That's good. Um, yeah, I think I think I'll be leaning Bengals. Oh, more man. less. It's less a Bengals love mm. and more um, Thursday night football is tough. It is tough. It's tough to go on the road. It's tough to get wins. It's such a tight turnaround. You, you like the over too in this? I do. I think there. I think there's gonna be points. I and I think that because of these two teams, the the over unders depressed a little bit. It's at like 44. I think we went into like one of those games. Was it like the Rams did this last year too? Was it Rams someone? And then like yeah, they put up like a, like a 35, 31 game or something. Yeah, I think I think Baltimore's defense is fine. I think since these defense is fine, but I don't think they're either defense is like elite to the point where it's gonna. I think both teams are gonna score. I guess. Okay. Um, okay. You like the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Who's your first uh, first of three picks? I'm going to go to the Minnesota Green Bay game. I couldn't get a line on this because of the Rodgers thing. I think it's – if if that's the case, I'll, I'll throw it out because okay. I, I want to I play – This was, again, about three hours ago, though. Three, yeah, four hours I wanna ago. Yeah, I want to play – yeah, it's still online. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can't – I'll move on. Okay. Um. Who, what what team? Let's call it. What if you were to create your own line? What do you think it is? I think it's going to be Green Bay minus one. I think I think Rogers plays. And you think? And do you take Green Bay? I take Minnesota. Okay. I think, and I'll, I'll I'll go to the next game, and I'll tell you the reason why I'm I'm taking both these teams. And my next game is KC at Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, I like KC here. Yep. I think reports are that Big Ben is kind of hobbled. He had a yeah. It was a like. I, I don't want to play. I'm going to be leaving the New Orleans Cleveland game alone. I don't want to play on either Pittsburgh or Cleveland after that game. That no. was like a sloppy mess, super physical. Um, if big, ton of turnovers. If big Ben's hurt, and there's no Lev Bell, and you have to play suddenly like this KC team comes to town that and they're fucking like yeah. you got Tyreek Hill running the ball like all over the goddamn field. Um, I'm like I was cautiously optimistic about the Chiefs coming into the year. They're they're kind of rolling. Um, so I like that, and it's because mostly I think I'm not getting quite as mobile a Big Ben. Um, he did lose like 30 pounds in the offseason to play at the lightest weight he's ever played at. And this is also why I will be on the Vikings because I, I just don't like I don't think Rogers gonna be able to move that well. No, and if. Like, if you can't move, I don't want to play the Vikings defense. Well, and if you have trouble with a defensive line that's literally one guy and Khalil Mack, and that's the only guy that you, like, how are you going to deal with, like, the Vikings when they have four at one point pro bowlers on their defensive line? It's going to it's gonna be really tough. I, Yeah, it's, I, I would agree. I would take Vikings money line. I would take Vikings covering anything under, like, within a touchdown. Like, within a one-score game, if I was doing that. I also have the Chiefs as one of mine. I also say Green Bay's... A tough place to play at. I want to talk right. about the green, the, but uh, at noon on a Sunday with Rogers it, hurt. It's more the turf. It's like the, Lambeau Field's a really weird turf. So if it's 
a team that's not used to playing there, I definitely factor that in more. But the Vikings know like what cleats to wear, like all all like yeah. the small things. You like the the Chiefs as well? I do. Okay, is it Pretty one of three games? It was. It can. It can be. Uh, I took four just in case this happened and we picked the same thing. So I want this to be your game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. I'm gonna take Chiefs plus four. Okay. They were explosive. Um, yeah. Okay. Your second game. Uh, I'll bump down to. Might be a little controversial. Uh, okay. I'm taking the AFC title game rematch game. I'm taking Jacksonville. Give me plus two. No Leonard Fournette. Is he out? I don't, I, they haven't announced yet. I don't think he's going to play. kind of forgot about that. Uh, T.J. Yeldon's pretty good. He played really well. If, if anything, I'll give you a like, point and a half point. Yeah, I might bump it up like three and a half, four. Uh, I don't... I don't remember Leonard Fournette being the reason that like they were in the game though against New England in the playoffs, so right. No, or the reason they won Week One against the Giants. Correct. He was out. Um, this team offensively with New England, New England wise, I think is a mess disguised with we know we're playing a guy that we know is offensive system in the Texans last week. Of it's Bill O'Brien. We know what they're doing. Just put guys in the spot in this position. Hey, I got a new D coordinator, so. Is really like a hands-on Belichick thing. I think now we get a situation where it's in Jacksonville. Um, it's going to be tough, and they're going to get after Tom Brady. And what does Tom Brady hate? Guys at his freaking knees. And it's going to be all – and, yes, do I think there's going to be – like if the over-under line was three and a half for roughing the passer penalties, I'm taking over. No Julian Edelman. No, no Jeremy Hill. They just signed two wide receivers off the streets to probably play. Uh, and one is Corey Coleman, who got – Traded then cut. I'm like bouncing James White in and out of my lineup right now in fantasy. I might put him in because I think there could be a lot of like quick check. A lot of like ah fuck. And I think this is a you get. I think we're gonna get the first Jalen Ramsey covering Gronkowski experiment of the of the whole Jalen Ramsey tenure. So I I think Jacksonville. Yes, their offense is gonna be weird. Because they don't, they have Keelan Cole as your best option, and TJ Yeldon as your second best option. Um, Not a lot of offensive firepower in either of these two teams right now. But defensively, do we love the Patriots' defense? No, they were, they made Houston look very bad, which I was surprised by. And then they still only Houston still had a chance at the end. Yeah, it was tough, Um, but you know. Yeah, I watched that some of that Jaguars game, and I'm like, how has Calais Campbell been on like multiple teams? It's like, that guy's, like, really freaking good. If you have that guy, like, how are you letting him, like, go into free agency? Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, he's, like, so disruptive. Yeah, it's... Jags have done a great job of building that defense. Um, I'm, I'm kind of back and forth on that game. I would have loved it to be, like, New England minus four, minus, like, five and a half. Like, a tip, like, what the game... If they played last year, like, late in the season... Probably what the line would have been. Sure. Before everyone kind of came around and like started respecting Jacksonville. Um, yeah, I see that one. Um, okay, I'm gonna go Sunday night. Our favorite game, our favorite matchup on Sunday night: Giants Dallas. Oh man, I'm I'm super excited to end my my weekend with a nice uh, New York Dallas football game. Just a, a shootout. Al Michaels, Eli Manning on. <laughs> You can see their busts in Canton. Already. Oh man, um, I am. There are a few teams where it's like we talked about in college, where it's like play no play, home away. Um, I never play the Cowboys at home, and tend to like look towards them on the road. The they have like no home field advantage in Jerry World. It's just they built such an expansive space. That it's really hard for like the crowd to actually affect the game. Yeah. Um, so what typically happens is they tend to struggle a little bit at home, and I'm getting a full field goal with a team that has, I think, better players on both sides of the ball, and a much more explosive offense. I think the Giants maybe win this game by like ten points. I I love this game. This sets up perfect for the Giants. They had a week one where it's like we have this new fancy offense with all these like new pieces, pieces coming back. Yeah. And then you run into the buzzsaw Jags defense and I play a game that was really close in, until Eli threw a pick six. Like that game was like neck and neck. Yeah. And now it looks like 
they got blown out. And then a Dallas game, which was the opposite, where they couldn't move the ball at all against Carolina and then scored kind of a last-minute touchdown to I think, put the game as like an ended up being like an eight-point loss. But that game looked way closer than it was, and the Giants game looks like more of a blowout than it was. Yeah. I think this flips this week, and you see the Giants just route the, the Cowboys. I like it, because you also look at that Giants thing where it's like, hey, we got maybe the top three defense in football. <clears throat> Jacksonville team that was in the AFC title game last year, bringing a lot of the guys back. And on a team that wasn't like a, hey, we were working to like get to that point last year, Jacksonville making the title game last year was like a surprise. Like this is part of the process of like, no, 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 like we're getting better. We just happened to play really well and catch the Steelers off guard. And, you know, it doesn't feel like, like I think I so many times like Vikings at Favre, for example, they were like, when they got to the NFC title game against the Saints, that felt like a, this is the like cumulative of like what we've been working for for the last four years with Childress. With the Jaguars, it feels like this is like year one or year two, kind of like when the Seahawks did that thing where they're like, oh, and now they're here. Um, so I, I'd much rather take the team that was like, took the Jaguars to the end of the game rather than the team that couldn't beat arguably maybe the third best team in the NFC South. Or couldn't you really keep it even like that interesting? Yeah, that was pretty much like Panthers from go. Yeah. Um, and like a Panthers team that like, are you really impressed with this? Like, do we are we confident this Panthers team is really even that good? They they may be in my sub end game. Oh um, man. Okay. Okay. Saquon looked good. He had one big. Here's the thing though. He's Adrian Peterson asking. This is kind of like the comparison. He had one big play. If we sub that in with a let's call it even a twenty yard run, which is still that's that's why I said good. Yeah. Did I, I don't think he looked great, but he looked which good. Which is which is part of the why you have Saquon is hey. Two, three big plays. I get it. I will say Odell looked fast as hell. He is his back has not missed a beat. Yes. Um eleven for hundred eleven. Yeah. Evan Ingram had uh two like big catches. One was called back because of a Giants penalty and one ended up being a PI. Um that like kind of wiped his stat sheet out. But that guy he looks like a wide receiver. He is a wide receiver. He's so fast. It's this is four three eight. If I'm picking four three six players I want from each offense it's like Zeke and then the rest like the remaining like six guys are all off of the Giants I don't know I think this is a one-way game you're uh your third game Woody third game had to had to dig deep here um had the wrong team with this <laughs> uh they shut them out last year at one point and then they played them again and they still won by two touchdowns on the road on a team that last year the losing team was better than I think they are this year. Um, when you have the check down king as your quarterback, you're in some trouble. Uh, give me the Rams having to cover 13 against the Cardinals. You're, you're backing the truck up, laying a ton of points. I am laying a ton. This feels like that. Like We talked about this, though, with the Cleveland-Pittsburgh games. Where it's like, Pittsburgh favored by 16. What the? And all of a sudden, they win by 28. And it's like, oh, I get why we did this. Um, it's This Cardinals team is terrible. It is built hard. Like it has been general managed to shit. They picked the wrong guys. They built this defense around Patrick Peterson. That was a huge mistake. You don't bring Tyron Matthew back because he wants two million dollars more in his deal. Tyron Matthew had an amazing game one with yeah. Houston. Terrible mistake. Uh, you switch to a four three. So schematically, everyone's kind of like, I don't know what we're doing. Your linebackers are all converted guys. Like Hassan Reddick's converted D N to outside backer. Deion Buchanan's a safety converted to a three four inside backer to a four three outside backer. Um, Yes, Chandler Jones is good, but I think we know Chandler Jones better as a up-ended a 3-4 pass rushing guy, not as a 4-3 DN that also has to work on contained stuff. Um, like I said, you have Bradford and David Johnson, who, I don't know. I David Johnson just got paid, so I, I don't know if David Johnson's super motivated to, like, put himself at risk anymore. And I, yeah, give me, and then you got a tight end at Larry Fitzgerald, that starting receiver. There's a big drop-off after that. I'm definitely leaning with the Rams. They're definitely my survivor pool pick of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't hate that. It's a ton of, it is a ton of points, and you it's do worry about that, like, they pull the starters, and they're up, like, like you know, tw- like 24 to 7 or something stupid. The Rams look good. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, the Cardinals get a dumb touchdown at the end of the game, and you get screwed there. I could see that happening, but I think the Rams... A, put up, like, 30-plus points, and I just don't see the Cardinals putting up more than two touchdowns. That's that's kind of more so how I'm playing this. I uh, I like it. 
And uh, yeah, I now that I have to kick the Vikings out for for the time being, uh, probably be on them Sunday. But uh, my third game of the week is definitely going to be Carolina. Um, oh man! First off, these two teams are basically the same team. Uh, the spread should be minus three. The spread is minus six. I'm getting three points of value there. Um, Atlanta looked bad on Thursday. They did. Uh, first game of the season, I can forgive a few things. It looks like they don't know what they want to do on offense. Um, and it looks like they literally cannot convert in the red zone. And I think the Carolina's defense is actually like pretty good. What was the stats on Keekly, though? He's questionable. Okay. I d- and no Davis. And I'm thinking that the six factors into that. Okay. Uh, I think I'll actually get over a touchdown if Keekly it turns out he can't play. Um, but I I know going into the season as I'm I'm prepping my team that I don't have Davis for this first stretch. The Falcons just lost Deion Jones. Their uh, short term IR. He is like their defensive captain. Calls the plays. The pound-for-pound most athletic linebacker in the NFL. Linebacker. Not like pass rush guy, like true like linebacker. One of the guys that I was like, I think Atlanta could have a really good defense this year because of Deion Jones. Lose him. They lose Keanu Neal. Season. Done. Possibly their most, their their biggest playmaker. I think he's defense. the most important secondary player. I don't know if he's better than like a true font, but I think he's, the mo- he's more important than true font. So, to go to your point, like... The middle of the field is important. All of a sudden, you've sucked the entire middle of Atlanta's defense out, and now you have to go play Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. So you're going to have to defend the entire field for an entire game and win like at margin. I just don't see it. I th- I think this game is is I actually kind of like Carolina to come in and win this game, and like six points seems like a ton. It does seem like a ton. I, I totally see what you're saying from I anyone anyone I'll say anyone laying Atlanta is a sucker. <laughs> That's a sucker line if you're taking it, plus so. or, or minus, minus six. Minus six. And then if Keekley's ruled out, you're probably looking at like minus eight. Yeah, minus Maybe seven. Minus seven, minus eight. seven, seven yeah. and a half, yeah, something like that. Oh man. It's uh the only thing I think that you kinda maybe argue is saying because Freeman got hurt too last game. He's he's dinged. I think he's probably a go, but Yeah, it's a... Uh, which Coleman might even be better than him at this point too, but uh, they didn't use the rookie at all. Do you take Coleman. Matt Ryan getting three days a jump start or Cam Newton? Like, what quarterback do you like more? There, I think means a lot. Um, they're also division rivals. Are you always are you a rival with every team in your division? Because it's only four teams. I think now, for the most part, most, kind most of teams are. Right? I think, yeah, I think, yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, it's weird. But, yeah, it, it, same same division team. <clears throat> I do worry about offensively. Once again, the red zone, it's over. It's like field goal at best. As opposed to the, the Panthers, where they have Cam, who's one of the greater like red zone running quarterbacks. Yep. They have Christian McCaffrey. They can put him wherever. They have C.J. Funches, who is huge. Oh, yeah. Uh, CJ actually might not play. He like okay. popped up on the injury report, uh, but they just ran a touchdown in with like a, a defensive tackle or something. It's a, they they have so many guys they can put in the end zone. They're like, hey, true. no, Greg Olson. Not that like that really matters. Although they didn't make the playoffs last year, so yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not as worried about Greg. I, I don't know. I think I think this game. Is, I, every time I like scroll through the games, it's like this one is the one that's like. Why is this six points? Why is this six points? This is crazy. And then all of a sudden, like Atlanta wins by like ten, and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't what? know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think Carolina could win this game by seven. I do too. This is an interesting money line take. This is an, this is a very interesting. If you want to go a little like six, seven, eight team teaser, you get them at plus twelve. All of a sudden, like, I'm ooh. I might come around on playing Atlanta uh, later in the season, but after that. Poor first showing and have them trying to figure out like how to play defense without these two guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's fair. So uh, okay, give me your three again. My three: Baltimore giving one, Jacksonville giving two, not Arizona giving thirteen. Okay, let's restart. Baltimore giving one, Jacksonville getting two, and then the the Los Angeles Rams covering thirteen. And I have Carolina. Plus six. I have 
the Giants plus three. And I have what was the first game. Panthers. Carolina. Giants. And then you took Kansas City plus four. Plus four. I'm getting you you have points this week. I'm just getting points. Just gobble them up. I'm getting a ton of points. Look at that. A cool hour. Thanks. Oh, thanks. Thanks again for joining us. Yeah. What do you got anything else? Parting shots. Uh not not really, man. Alright. I, I should probably start developing parting shots though. Yeah, parting yeah. It's like uh be better. What would Whitlock do? I feel like Whitlock <laughs> would have a parting shot. <laughs> I feel like that's all Whitlock has. <laughs> just, just purely party shots. That's just like his thing. Um, all right, that's been uh, that's been it for uh, week two NFL. Homer and the hater coming at you next week. Goodbye.